All right, everyone, big episode of the Nordies podcast. We talk all things Spider-Verse, Power of the Dog, South Park's post-COVID special, and we join the Jelly of the Month Club on the Christmas movie rewatch. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing better now. I'm good. We got one pot under our belt. It was fun. I feel refreshed. I'm uh, I'm in a good mood. How about you guys, Eric? I'm I'm not feeling so sportacidal anymore. Um, so I'm excited to talk about the world of entertainment with uh, movies and television. Yeah, we got good. Shit it's a lot less serious. <laughs> yeah, it's just sports are just you know so oh. damn serious, but very serious. Yeah. All right, so I just have to tell you guys that um, we did receive a random gift. Ooh. We received a homemade version of the old game Guess Who. Okay. Um, and it has all characters from the shows and movies that we like. And we talk about on the pod. This is a gift to yeah. the podcast? A gift to the podcast from an anonymous stranger. Wow. So, How was how the craftsmanship? Is it like shoddy? Is it tight? How's um, the, the... It's like a combination of tight and shoddy, which I think makes right. it better. That, 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 like, yeah, it's called character. Like, I would agree. Yeah. Like time has been put into it, but it's a little janky. But that <laughs> is what—that's charm. There's like a little elbow grease and spit put into it. Is that representative well, of our podcast? Yeah, I think so. I would, okay. I would, I would say it's perfectly representative because if they had been too meticulous, we would have been like, man, they obviously have spent like the last year and a half doing this. That's a little insane. That's right, a little right, over right. the top for our taste. Also, it's not since, too tryhard. Since we are um, Instagram famous now. Yeah, that did happen. We're Instagram famous now. Um, because of that, I'm gonna make a guess who real Ooh. with with our or with our new game to honor this anonymous gift donor. Dude, that's exciting. Well, yeah. thank you to whomever dropped that off. Yeah, um, thank you. I'm guys. guessing you. I would Agreed. imagine that you're listening now, and and we appreciate it. So we will play next time we're recording in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a. Can't real wait to see your, your your real uh, craftsmanship, Eric. I, yeah. I look for that. I know. I can't wait for it to pop up on the Instagram. It'll be great. It's going to be great. All right, guys. So here we go. We are all drinking our own beers. What are you guys having? All right. I'm over with Surly. I got one of those like mixed four packs. Um, this is Castles in the Sky Hazy IPA. Um, I'm going to let you guys guess how good it is. Go ahead and guess. How good is it? Um, it tastes like a Surly Hazy IPA, which is about a 6.1. It's, it's pretty good. I was going to say, pre- I was. I would accept pretty good, and that's what it is. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Like... If someone gave you one, you'd be like, "Yeah, that's that's right." But you that's wouldn't probably want to. You probably wouldn't order it. It's pretty good. Let's but go. if it was on they tap, had their, you would. they had their IPA uh, mix pack on sale at the Richfield Liquor Stores for eleven bucks for twelve cans. It was like a phenomenal deal. Yeah. But how are you? How are you going to pass that up? Exactly. Yeah, this is a great deal, and you know what? It's pretty good. So let's go. Um, I, I'm drinking uh, Michter's single barrel straight Kentucky rye whiskey. And it's delicious. Dude, what a week for you. Ride Two the ice cubes. Ride the lightning, my friend. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Spider-Man oh. Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 has been teased. So we know we're getting at least two more of these. I think this is great news because the first one was unbelievable. It changed the way that I think cartoons are, are made and will be made. I think it is my favorite animated movie of all time. And I think that it is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. 
It's perfect. Yeah. It's it's probably my favorite Spider-Man movie of all time. Um, it's just fantastic. And it, I've probably seen it like seven times because my kids love it. So how great is that, that I can rewatch it? Um, it's funny. It's entertaining. It's like it looks incredible. I want more. And we're getting more. You know, in the first one, right? So this teaser was really cool because in the first one, all these characters from other multiverses came in, different spider people came in and participated in our New York City. And in this one, I think our Spider-Man, Miles, is going to cruise around to all these different universes, which will be even wilder. Um, it's a two-parter, which is great. Can't wait. Couldn't be more excited. I am very excited about this. It's going to be awesome. And I'm hoping that more uh, movies of the sort get made. I think there's yeah. room to tell multiple stories about the same character if one of them is done in anime. Right. Yeah, there's no confusion there. No. There is no competition. They can both exist and thrive. You can have two massive Spider-Man movies a year if one of them's animated and one of them's live action. Do you yeah, think it's, we're going to get a Tom Holland cameo at any point, though? I don't think so. No, I think that's too complicated. It's completely unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. They already have established that, uh, I think it was, was it Jake... Who, okay, who Jake was Jake Johnson? Jake Johnson, I think, was was that version of like regular Spider-Man in that universe. Um, and then we got Miles, who's fantastic. We're good there. This is a Miles story. I'm into it. I'm too. We are going to get a Miles at some point in live action MCU. Which do you guys remember when we first <clears throat> talked about the original Into the Spider Verse when we saw the trailer, and we were sort of like a little bit tepid, but I think we all had the same reaction, which was that does not look like anything i've ever seen before and it yep. definitely like that is part of the mystique of this i don't know world franchise what have you um is the way that it's animated so differently and makes it feel so much different because of it dude it's perfect so. for people with adhd short attention spans because it's <laughs> wild man it's like shit popping all over the place um yeah it was a little trippy when i first started i remember watching it being like this, there's something wrong with my TV because it was almost like shuddering, right? Because it's it's meant to look like you're flipping through the pages of a comic book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't watch this for 90 minutes, dude. This is going to, you know, give me a headache. No, I got so into it and I can't wait for more. Um, I'm psyched. It's totally like untapped market, like you said, dude. Um, I mean, besides, okay, Ryan, you've been big on Arcane lately on Netflix. That's like the second coolest animation I've ever seen. Into the Spider-Verse is the first. Yeah, fair enough. Good, good, good examples. All right, so let's stick in the Spider Verse with uh, Tom Holland signing on to do three more Spider Man movies, and that means he'll also be in any big Marvel movies as well. This is great. It's good news. I think he's the best live action Spider Man, don't you think? I think that Tom Holland is um, closing in on one of the best actors. To be honest with you, I think he's a big deal. I think mm-hmm. he's going to be in everything for the next twenty years. And he's a big yeah. deal. He's super likable. He's very talented. And I think he's an absolute... He's probably the crown jewel of the MCU right now. Yeah, I would I would say he's falling into Robert Downey Jr. territory yeah. in regards to that. Like, they're going to build a lot of stuff around him. And I feel like um, Benedict Cumberbatch is sort of falling into the uh, Chris Evans, Steve Rogers um you know area of Mm -hmm. like they're going to be centrally involved in a lot of the marvel stories moving forward yeah absolutely i mean this is this is huge and so this is probably like 10 to 12 probably 10 more years of tom holland doing this um i mean this this next movie isn't even out yet this his third movie right so we're getting three more after that i think they can take him all the way up through 
um, him being a little older Spider-Man, you know, where he's like kind of been around the block and yeah. there's no, there's no way you can do that unless you earn it. Like we've seen DC to try to do with like instantly the first time you see it, Batman, he's old as hell and hates his life. Like that sucks, right? right? But like if you yeah. earn it and you've been through him in high school and now he's like 32 and like hates his life cause he's all beat up and he's like maybe meets a young kid named Miles and passes the torch in some way. That's exciting. Now you fucking earned it. I think this is incredible news, and yeah, I, I'm really excited about it. He's he's the one person they can't let get away right now. Yep, totally agree. Well, because if he leaves, then Zendaya leaves too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now you're done when they break characters. up in real life, and they still got to work together <laughs> yeah, for no, ten more years. <laughs> yeah. They just have to do like the what was the with uh, Cersei Lannister and Bronn that they they had such a bad breakup that they were never on set together for like four seasons after that oh my god that's right yeah <laughs> good old days all right uh sticking with the mcu shang chi is getting a sequel everyone's coming back for round two we all like the first round one yeah i've watched it a couple times i i enjoy the hell out of it um i hope they learned a couple lessons a little less cg in the finale third act yeah. was a little yes. little silly right yeah. so like what yep. we loved was the the kung fu. The only thing I'm a little bit worried about with a sequel here, it's not the actor, it's not the writer, the director. Everybody's coming back, right? Not worried about that. They nailed it. It's just that like now he has these rings, right? And so is every fight gonna be rings? Like why would he ever do hand to hand combat again? He can I just think... blast their face off with the rings, and now you're not getting that cool hand to hand. Like I guarantee, like the main plot point is gonna be like big battle with the rings. He loses the rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i don't I think, know no, like I what think, do you do i think what will happen is that he'll like retire the rings and be like i, the, I we can't use these if they get into the wrong hands dr strange get involved and hold on to them safely or yeah something. we're gonna bury them bury them underneath the dragon in the mountain and then someone will get in there and and steal the rings and then he's yeah. gonna have to get them back or something like that yeah they'll make it way sweeter than we we are right now but um i'm excited i just want to see hand-to-hand kung fu fighting, which was amazing. Best part of the movie. I think that he should say he's going to get rid of the rings, but one of the rings that he puts in the box is fake because he kept one. And he only fights with one ring? For a while. <laughs> the legend of the one of ring. The ring. <laughs> Sounds like Lord of the Rings. This is really confusing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, like, cool bracelet, dude. He's yeah. like, shut the fuck up. Like, punches him in the face. <laughs> All right. Uh, so... Let's talk about a couple other things that dropped. Um, Raised by Wolves season two trailer dropped. Ryan, you were the only person. Excited. I'm the only one that's excited for this. I love season one. I might be. It might be me and like four other people, including like Ridley Scott's kids. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> there's not a lot of us. Um, my only hope is, and again, I've said this previously, is that it was a show that was being is going to be on TNT. HBO picked it up. And then, like, threw some more money at it and whatever. So they kind of had to take, like, what they originally had. And so I'm hoping that now that this is going to be, like, an HBO original script, it's going to improve significantly. Mm. So um, I'm going to give this the RB3. I don't expect anybody to watch this. I will let everybody know if it sucks um, to to not watch it or if it's, like, significantly better than the first season to pick it up. So I'm pretty pumped. It's coming out in, like, it's either, like, mid-January, end of January, something like that. Dude, this is a win-win for me, then. I can't lose because you're going to tell me if to either watch it, I win, don't watch it, one gonna. Yeah, perfect. Okay, does this get you guys excited? 
MacGruber official trailer. No. <laughs> All right. So now this is my turn to be the only person excited for this movie. <laughs> it's actually perfect to stack these up. Me and uh, your brother, Eric, Adam Burtness, the only two people excited for this. Um, I love the original one. It's so funny. I just think that, uh, dude, Will Forte is so funny in this. The trailer's, like, objectively hilarious, is it not? Did you guys even try to watch it? Nobody's going to give this thing a chance. It's like dropping on Peacock in like a week, and no one's going to watch it but me. Can't wait. I'm going to watch it maybe day it, one. It's a hard R-rated comedy. Like, how many times do you get R-rated comedies? Every time one drops, we, like, get excited and enjoy it. So just imagine it like that. If it was dropping on Hulu, I would agree with you. But maybe you and Eric can, like, time up your finales of his, like, Dan Brown series, and <laughs> McGruber will be on at the same time. <laughs> Oh, poor Peacock. Is it? It is Peacock. Yes, it is. Okay. It's Peacock. Um, yeah. yeah, which makes sense because Peacock is NBC and NBC is SNL and this is a spinoff from that. So I get it. I'm excited. No one else cares. I get it. We can move. Okay. Well, in news that only I care about and all real people who listen to this show, Netflix has officially renewed Outer Banks for season three. Wow. Yeah. You. Yeah. You're the only one. I love Outer Banks. I didn't finish season two. I quit. I quit on it. I watched, I watched like season one and three episodes of season two. Mistake. And that was my limit. That was a mistake because it might get supernatural in season three. Are you serious? Did I'm, they hint at supernatural curses and stuff at the end of season two? Only like wow. only like very serious fans of the show have hinted at that. You know what? Maybe that could bring me back. That could it's, be the only thing. I think it's a nothing, must watch here. Nothing could push me further away from the show <laughs> than hearing that they're going to do supernatural stuff. And I only watched four. I only watched forty minutes of it. The show <laughs> is so excellently terrible that it is just an absolute camp. Okay, uh, a couple other things that uh, people might care about: official trailer for Peacemaker on HBO, starring John Cena, is uh, it got its official trailer? It's coming out soon. What do you guys think? <laughs> I can't wait for this show. I honestly think this is going to be fantastic. So this is written and directed by James Gunn. Maybe he didn't direct all of it, but he definitely wrote it. And he did a couple, which is yep. the most, which is the most important part for sure. Um, I think John Cena's star is rising quickly in the Hollywood sphere mm-hmm. um, in terms of being able to be like a funny action star. You know, maybe supplanting The Rock, um, maybe putting him just a little bit ahead of Dave Bautista. As, as far as like actors who, who used to be wrestlers, even though John Cena, I think, is still currently wrestling regularly. I don't know. I don't watch any of that. So um, this trailer looked uh, violent. It looked sad. It looked hilarious. Um, it's like everything the Suicide Squad was kind of crammed into a neat little trailer. Um, we don't know anything about really the side characters other than his dad. I feel like this show is going to be fantastic. I'm excited too. Your thoughts for all the reasons you gave. Mostly the people involved, and then the trailer is great. Like it should be a very good, entertaining show. The only thing that I think is a little weird, and I'm gonna let you guys both argue with me on this, is like they set him up to be unlikable, but like fun, fun to watch. Absolutely, in Suicide Squad, fun, great character. You want him on screen, but not a likable character, not a redeemable character in any way. Um, killed one of the characters that was supposed to be the hero, right? Like killed a. Uh, what captain who gives a shit i don't know he's dead um so now <laughs> flag, captain flag sure captain flag so now they're like seem to be absolutely redeeming him he's a damaged person now right so now he's like starting to not want to kill women and children for the name in the name of quote peace um is that going to work yeah i think so 
Well, that, that, they kind of leaned into that with the whole, like, I love peace so much, I don't care how many people I have to kill to get it. Right. right? Well, now he's, like, second-guessing that, you know? He's seen some shit. Um, and so this is like a, this is like an anti-hero's journey. And I'm, yeah. I, I, that's fine. Okay. Maybe you've been done just, before. Just, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be surprising. Sure. I know it's not gonna be too tropey, even though the trailer looked tropey. It's not gonna be too cliche and tropey because it's James Gunn. So I gotta give him all the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, just buckle in and enjoy the ride, guys. I have to make an announcement. Oh, officially, the Nordy's podcast charity rumble, which this year we're gonna double our participation to Ooh. both the men's and women's Royal Rumble. Will be the one day of year. That we watch pro wrestling. If you're a pro wrestling fan or you just like charity, we will get you some information in January. It's coming on Saturday, January 29th. Beautiful. Best, probably the best event we've ever done. Um, yeah. So much fun. Can't wait to do it. We'll get the pod, the podcast going on Instagram. Yeah. And then we'll get people involved. And yeah, that was like the coolest. We're going to raise, I don't know. I think we should, I think we should try to raise it up to 20 bucks an entry. Maybe we add some prizes for people Ooh, you know maybe we do yes. some prizes and then that's too uh, much work and then uh you know i'm gonna reach out see if we can get a a, a hot dish maybe to, to donate <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> yes. some maybe some of our brewery friends donate and we go maybe you can entry. throw like a couple records in like let's just get craig yeah. kilborn to do like a cameo like we, hey craig kilborn will do your like voicemail yeah and then we do twenty dollars an entry 60 entry okay it's it's ambitious uh-huh. But you are if you're already thinking about it now, we can do it. Yeah. If this was well, like how many, usually like how January twelfth, I'd be like, dude, chill out, hang on. Oh, now. this would usually be the week before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> how many participants are there in the Royal Room? Thirty. Each. Thirty. Thirty in the men's, and that's what we did last year. And then there's, I think, yeah. I think thirty in the women's. So we'll do both. We'll draw it out of sixty for people, and then maybe we do two hundred dollars in prize money, and we do. A thousand dollars donation to charity. I think that's much easier than prizes. Prizes, but anyway, be fun. Well, let's talk about this off the pod. Yeah, this is a production meeting, but it's exciting. Stuff. I'm into it. If if anybody wants to donate a prize, that's actually cool. Let us know. Love let's it. go. Okay, this is exciting. That was that was great. I mean, we didn't. Tyler talk about Brown, this lifetime supply of cereal. Come on, fucker, let's go. A lifetime su- supply of Dunkaroos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up, Jack Reacher is back. <laughs> I can't hear it without laughing. That's Jack Reacher. Name. Like, who came up with that name? Um, uh, an author Jack Reacher. in like the seventies, probably. Jack Reacher is back. It's going to come to Amazon in the show. Reacher. This is a terrible name. Terrible show. I've never seen anything Jack Reacher, and I don't care. You never watched the Tom Cruise movies? I don't. I don't know if you guys know this. The only Tom Cruise movies I watch are the Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's probably a safe bet. Um, yeah, that's his best work. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they cast like a huge man. Have you guys seen the trailer or anything? He is humongous. He's yeah. like the he's like size seven of foot tall, dude. He yeah. looks like Gronk, but bigger. I don't know who this guy is. I think I've seen him before in so- a couple things, but dude, this is gonna be so bad. I mean, I just, I just wish that they had come up with a more clever title than Reacher. I mean, there's so many great, you know, different titles they could have come up with. You want to know the other thing that pisses me off about Jack this? Reacher, just around the corner. Yeah, that could have been a good close one. Your, close your eyes and sneeze. Um, <laughs> the 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 worst thing is like this is the most advertisement I've seen for an Amazon Prime show in since in four years since the Man in the High Castle. Yeah, like 
There was a little bit of stuff for like Jack Ryan with John Krasinski, but it was like few and far between. They have other stuff that's like really good. There's like one or two Wheel of Time trailers, but like Jack Reacher is like everywhere now. All of a sudden, it's like they're trying to do their version of Yellowstone to get everyone on some like cheesy action NCIS type bullshit. That's exactly stuff. what it looks like. Yeah, they, for real. So anyway, it's, we don't I care. care. We were less. hoping to get a couple. Could laps not out of care it. less. Reacher. Let's move on. Okay, and Kara uh, Delavine is joining season two of Only Murders in the. Uh, great show. Couldn't be more excited. Well, I could be more excited. I am excited for season Ryan, two. Ryan, you watched this, right? Oh, yeah. You liked it, too? I liked it so much that I finished it before you guys. Oh, okay. Yes, Ryan, you did. loved it. Um, okay, Only Murders. We all like the show. It's really fun. Uh, can't wait to get more characters in this. They're kind of doubling feeling... down. Oh, I was going to say they're doubling down on, like, attractive young starlets who aren't necessarily actors first. So we had, like, pop star Selena Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have Cara Delvine, who is an, a model and has done some more acting than Selena Gomez, but not much more. Um, and yeah, I mean, it worked the first time. That's fine. I guess she's going to be like a mysterious um, person in the fine arts or like modern art scene in New York. And there'll be a big mystery around it and it'll be awesome. Can't wait. I am really excited about this. I thought that season one was so fun. And the more the merrier. Bring it on. Bring it on. Okay, and then uh, finally, Nick Cage is going to play Dracula in a new movie called Renfield. I don't know who Renfield is. You don't what know is who it? Renfield is? I don't even Didn't know. Did you ever read no. the book? Absolutely not, no. Well, you know, I'm a big classic literature guy, okay? Well, I am not, actually. But I did read Bram Stoker's, like, you know, original book. And Renfield is, like, his little pathetic helper. Like, when he gets to New York City, he, like... Dracula like gets this like pathetic dude to do whatever he wants and be his little helper and make sure he's like uh, Guillermo from okay so that's what Guillermo's based on is like Renfield so the the story's about Renfield but we got Nick Cage as Dracula which should be just totally goofy and fun and it's a big Universal Pictures movie like it's gonna be budgeted it's not gonna be like what Nick Cage has been doing which is I don't know being approached by literally any independent filmmaker and saying yes without reading scripts pretty sure that's how he operates these days um so I'm excited, dude. Why not? What's your guess on who plays Renfield? I think that he's cast. I just didn't recognize the name. It's like Nicholas Holt, something like that. He I was going to kind of like a disheveled, like probably 40-year-old actor, white dude. Do you know who I was um, going to go with? Who? David Spade. <laughs> oh, dude, it's going to be <laughs> That's not that's, bad. I mean, that's, that's pretty what I was good thinking. casting. In my mind, yeah. I was thinking David Spade. If David Spade could actually act like at all, it that would be not a bad option for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna keep it as we go into our next segment of Hot Rex and Not Rex. We're gonna keep it Nick Cage. We're gonna start with Pig, which you watched, Jim. <laughs> Pig, dude. Pig was definitely one of the best Nick Cage movies in years. Does that mean it's good or worth watching? Not really. Um, this was kind of an indie darling just because people were shocked that he made like a coherent movie and he didn't overact. He was actually pretty good. And there is some talk of him possibly being nominated for, you know, best lead actor. Um, I don't know if that came to fruition because the, these award shows are starting up now and I don't think that's happened yet, but dude, I actually really liked it. It was, it's, I think it's on Hulu right now. It's called pig and it's a slow indie movie. Um, it's got the kid from Hereditary, you know, the the brother that like accidentally, whatever, I don't want to spoil the movie because Eric still hasn't seen it, but he's great, right? Like that kid's good. The great I really like this. Hereditary. It's just like a slow movie. And when I, I think when I read about this movie, 
it was like, yeah, it's kind of a slow burn, but it gets wild and gets like so, you know, I was like thinking it was going to be like Mandy from Nick from Nick Cage where it's just, you know, these big violent wild over the top scenes and it really wasn't it was a slow burn throughout doesn't mean that it was bad it's like a it's like an 84 for me which is i think pretty good for nick cage and it's a wreck if you're into indie movies like you will care about this guy you'll care about the pig you'll care about the kid um i think it's actually pretty good it's it's a wreck but it's just one of those slower movies okay and you also watched another i'm assuming slower movie called power of the dog i did so this one is truly like killing it at uh, all like the big award shows, Benedict Cumberbatch in a the best thing I think I've ever seen him do. Um, he's amazing as like this Wyoming cowboy guy. Um, it's a movie that's like every single frame is like a fucking painting. It's gorgeous, but it's like a western, right? It's a period piece that's usually not something I'm into. Kirsten Dunst is in it. Meth Damon is in it, who's really good in it as well. Jesse Plemons, I think is his real name, but that's boring. Um, this is a slower movie with like a pretty cool twisty ending. So if you start watching it and you're like, all right, the acting is good, but dude, this pacing is like, what the fuck am I watching? Um, stick with it because it does pay off. It's very cool. The characters are fantastic. Uh, the sets are like, they look so fucking real. Like it doesn't look like a Western movie. It looks like it's like a somehow they transported a modern camera back in time. It's just really amazing. So I think this is a wreck. It's going to be like a huge award show movie. So if you want to get ahead of the curve on that one, check this out. Power of the Dog is probably like a, like an 88 for me. Wow. Oh, interesting. Better than The Harder They Fall? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The Harder yeah, They okay. Fall was like fun, but you, you sort of disconnect when you realize it's not that good of a movie. And then yeah. you just don't care as much, right? So like How this, could it be you will care a lot. What's How that? could it be Benedict's best? How, is it better than Sherlock? Yeah, for sure. For sure it is. Okay, yeah. it's not better than not joking. It's not better than imitation. I didn't even see that movie, dude. Let's be honest. That's like, that's exactly the type of movie I don't want to watch. That's British period piece. That's even worse for me than old American British oh period, my gosh. period piece. Imitation game is like a 90s. Dude, British movie. period piece is like, ooh. Dude, I watched The King's Speech and I was like proud of myself for years and I'm good for a while. Imitation game is a 93. Oh, imitation game. I can't believe you watched that. The King's Speech. Out of the water <laughs> ten times. So yeah, King's Speech won Best Picture, dude. This was up for Best Picture. I know. Yeah. Did it yeah. win? Mm, I'm sure it's I'm better. Not, I don't remember. Um, no, that's cool. Uh, I think I tried to watch it, but it was you know too old and British. All right, Ryan, <laughs> you watched uh, South Park post COVID. I watched like half of it. What'd you think? I wish I was in your boat. I wish I would have watched half of it. Oh, but I didn't. I watched the whole thing. I thought it was pretty um, bad. It was bad. It was worse than the the previous movie, which was already which was also bad. Um, mm-hmm. they, this is like a flash forward, so like all the kids are grown up. So like they all have like I don't know. They look like their parents essentially. Okay, um, that happens to the, the best jokes, of us. The jokes didn't land. Um, uh, I couldn't really follow some of the storylines. Um, I was bored. I can't really remember that much of it. It wasn't very memorable. This is a not wreck. Damn. And I don't I don't say that I don't take that lightly with like Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Like this was bad. This is objectively bad. Well, that is too bad. I, I feel like they you know, they got that big um, deal to continue making South Park stuff forever. Um, it's like a 10 year long deal and they have to make a certain amount of content every year. Uh, that's not the recipe for creativity. No. 
Um, you don't just get to make something when you feel inspired. You have to make it anyways. Not that surprised. That's too bad. Also, we're all watching Hawkeye. Where are you at on it right now? So I'm caught up. What is it? Three? Three or yeah, four? Three, three out of six. Okay. So we're halfway done. Yeah. Um, I I like it. I think it's fine. Where are you guys at? I'm just, that's all I want to give right now until, until I get your points. And we, there's no spoiler plot spoilers here. I like it. I don't love it. I think they haven't really told us any story and we're already halfway through. Yeah. I'm just like, I think they're going to, they're really going to have to cram into these last three episodes to make me like care a lot. Do you think that, okay, I just want to open this up because it's a little boring talking about this, the show, because it's just, it's just a whatever. It's a Christmas little one off thing. If you guys could go back in time before we had ever even seen Scarlet Witch, okay? Disney had announced all these shows had not released anything. Do you think you would be excited? Or, like, satisfied or, like, disappointed, I guess, is what I'm asking, right? Like, have these shows met expectations or have they disappointed? I think that they are over. worse than The Mandalorian. Yeah. But I think that they're probably better than I was prepared for them to be. I kind of thought they were going to be, like, those Netflix CW shows. Sure. That's kind of what I was expecting. Different, sh- different shows, but I see what you're getting at. You get the Arrowverse on the, the CW side, Smallville, yeah. all that bullshit. I was and kind then of you expecting got the really be, boring Netflix Marvel stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what level I was thinking it was going to be at. It's better than both of those. It's definitively better, maybe only because the acting and the budget, like the actors that they have in the budget is better. Yeah, um, that's maybe the only reason. But it does feel good to see big stars on like TV. Yeah. Like it does. It is it's fun. And like the budget of like what the special effects look like and the way that they're able to connect to the movies that you love is awesome. And I do think that Kate Bishop is actually a pretty good guy. She Haley Seinfeld I knew was gonna be great. She's great. She's and awesome. She's, she's carrying the show. Oh God. Jeremy Renner's doing nothing with the character. Jeremy Renner is like phoning it in a little bit and I think that's why I don't love it. I don't think he knows what to do with this character. He has no edge to him at all. Um he's like grumpy, boring dad. That's his entire vibe with Hawkeye. He's like he's like grumpy, boring dad who knows he has a duty to like do the right thing, but he'd rather be at home. Would he though, or would he rather be hanging out with Kate Bishop, twenty-two year old, in her New York City apartment with? I I think and yeah. literally calling his kids like once a day on speakerphone and being like, "Yeah, maybe a couple days." Uh, yeah, I, this I hasn't quite. Think... I haven't quite sealed the sealed the deal here yet, but uh... <laughs> I I do think that the the deaf storyline. As important as that is to highlight, and like I like that Marvel has gone out of their way to show. They've gone out of their way though, and it feels like it too. And yeah, and this one it doesn't feel like it's landing. It feels a little forced. Well, it just feels forced because you have you don't just have deaf characters. You have all the deaf coincidences, right? So you have multiple deaf characters meeting and communicating with sign language, and it's like, well, that just doesn't seem you know sort of. It seems more forced that way than just having like a deaf character, which would be totally normal and great. Um, I don't know. I, I, I love it. Not all of it's going to be Loki. Loki was like fucking bomb. Scarlet Witch right there firmly in second. After that, I could take him or leave him. All right, I, guys. Would, I would say I think Hawkeye is definitely in last place right now by some distance. Oh, really? You're not really loving it? Are you still watching it the week of at least? Maybe not the day yeah. of? Yep. Definitely not the day of. It's like, eh, when I get to it. Yep. Got other things that I'd, I'd rather watch the wolves or I'd rather watch the wild or would you, you know, rather watch you. wheel of time or would you rather watch Hawkeye right now? <clears throat> Probably wheel of time. Wheel, me too. Wheel of time comes first, dude. 
And that's not good for Hawkeye. Because <laughs> I don't care about Wheel of Time that much. That's not that's not a comp and that's not a compliment of Wheel of Time either. Oh, here I thought Just we were gonna be, be like in a golden era, we're gonna have two bomb ass shows to watch. Instead I'm like, okay, all right. Anyways, we can move on. You're like, uh, thanks Lakers for indulging and, me. I'm uh, just, I wanted to take the temperature of Marvel's success with their TV ventures so far. I think they're like 50 50, and then there's Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, I like it more than that. No, I'm saying like they have two good shows. They have two shows that were like just okay, and then Hawkeye is still kind of like TBD, but not, not trending in the right direction right, right, currently. Right. Okay, guys, here we go. Christmas vacation. Ooh. Kind of an excellent song that original they wrote. Song. Yeah, an original song. song. For Christmas vacation. That's like kind of a Christmas song now. I, I like this one. And uh, guys, it's time for Merry Rewatch, you filthy animals. And this time we watch Christmas Vacation. Classic. This is like, this is like uh, let's see, what year? I oh, 1989. Christmas I think. Vacation from 19. 19- 89. Ooh, um, nice work, Brian. This is Chevy Chase and Brad Pitt's future girlfriend. What? Yeah, the Beverly daughter. D'Angelo? Yeah, she dated Brad Pitt. Oh, Beverly? Oh, oh the daughter. No, no, the daughter. No, the, the daughter. Beverly D'Angelo is the mom. Oh, okay. The daughter. It does have uh, Julia Louis Julia Louis Dreyfus. She does, yeah. She, she makes an it. appearance. Yeah, Todd and Margot. Um, guys, I thought this movie was fantastic. I thought it was Just great. great. <laughs> I, I thought this movie was great. It, it's so and, good. And the thing is, is that I think I liked Chevy Chase less than I remembered. Really? Yeah, I actually thought he was just okay. I thought he was actually kind of cheesy. And like a lot of his things were like over the top, overacting, trying too hard. But the rest of the cast is so perfect. The writing is so flawless. And I'm not saying Chevy Chase is bad. He's He's... His performance is legendary. Yeah, because this like, is like top of his powers right now. But like, he's not even the best part of the movie. It's just everybody else. The story is so incredible. The hanging of the lights is amazing. Yeah. Um, all of the family coming over. Uh, what's the what's what's the cousin's name? Eddie. Ed? Eddie. Eddie is one of the one of the best comedy characters. Was he in? Was Ed, was this the return of Eddie? Was Eddie in the original Vacation movie? I think he was, Correct. right? They he visited was. him like in the fucking boondock shanty house, yes. and then he shows up. So we and could... he was like, uh, that was like the famous line, like, um, like they were having hot dogs, and Clark uses the spoon, and he's like, uh, "Real uh, tomato ketchup, Ed," and yeah. he says, uh, "Nothing but the best, Clark." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it. I I really think that this movie a masterpiece though um just some super incredible memorable moments i am instantly dropped into them in the car trying to go get the christmas tree which is an incredible scene with them getting stuck under the logging truck um finding their way to the tree farm and then cutting down the largest tree ever but they forgot the shovel um putting up the tree he gets stuck in there the sappy stuff uh and all the (laughs) way to the Anytime he says Russ, I just yeah. like it's perfect. It really I just is. Dude, a little sappy Russ. When uh, <laughs> he's like, Dad, that thing wouldn't fit in our yard. It's not going in our yard, Russ. It's going in our living room. <laughs> I, I love when they put the tree up, and then uh, I guess you have the shopping scene 
um, after the famous shopping, the underwear. Um, that part was worse than I remember. Like inappropriate or what? Just not funny. Really? I, I yeah. thought like the way that Chevy Chase does his like, you know, verbal gymnastics with like mispronouncing stuff and stuttering. It was just really impressive comedic performance, dude. I I, and just, I I guess most of that was ad-libbed. Like that was just like, hey, he go was, be he funny. Was, yeah. He came off SNL. He was one of the greatest SNL. I mean, he was only on SNL for like a couple seasons, one or two seasons, but um dude he was on point at this time so the whole family ends up showing up and the house is complete pandemonium um he's dreaming about the pool and i think all this stuff is is awesome i love the whole scene with him and eddie at the store when he's talking about trying to give the kids a good christmas and eddie's filling up the cart talking about the dog Dog there's like 10 types of dog food that he puts in and then he says something like yeah, you know what, though? The best thing is if he's just laying into your leg, the best thing is just to let him fit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I watched this with my eight-year-old kid, and I just feel like he had a lot of questions that he hasn't asked me yet. He you grew I mean? up a lot. Like, he's going to have questions later. He's asking his, his like, internet video game friend. Did you guys, <laughs> he doesn't have you guys also those. notice what, what are the funnier parts of that whole, like, shopping for dog food thing? Wait, that's the scene we're talking about, right? When they're yeah. shopping together? Yeah, they're at like yeah. Walmart that, and he keeps like throwing out like giant fucking. Yeah, I don't think bag. that was the part where he talked about the leg, but that's neither here nor there. But like Clark grabbed a four pack of light bulbs and set it on top of one of the bags of dog food. And then Eddie grabbed like three bags of dog food and just smashed the light bulbs in between them. <laughs> Dude, that is a little, that's a hidden detail. I did not notice. That's fantastic. So who's your favorite character out of this that we've, we've seen so far? Is it is it Ed? I like the the old ass grandparent people. Yeah, she you talking keeps... about Uncle Lois and uh, Aunt Bethany. Yeah, they're they're hilarious to me. Everything with them is funny. Yeah, um, and then Grace, she passed away thirty years ago. <laughs> All of their stuff is funny. Um, the blessing. Know. It's just <laughs> the whole thing is so perfect. It's just like it's like jokes that everybody knows over and over and over for the whole movie. Um, but like it has just the right amount of like heartfelt, sweet moments at, at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is, I mean, it's, it's like contending with home alone. It's not as good as home alone, but it's like, it's in the conversation as the yeah. best Christmas. It's, movie it's probably ever. funnier. Right. But it doesn't have, you know, quite the, that, that excitement factor that home alone has. And it doesn't have the heart as, you know, it doesn't have like those moments, the old man and the, you know, them coming home for for Christmas finally with Kevin, like, all set up. Um, but, dude, it's A and B for me right now. Yeah. I would I would agree. And Home Alone is more universally appealing. I think yeah. Christmas Vacation is for a demographic of whatever age you feel is appropriate and above. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, damn, I just thought it was so funny, dude. It makes me want to go watch the original National Lampoon's Vacation. Dude, they knocked, it, they knocked this movie out of the park because... It hits on all of the things that everyone goes through during the holidays. And whether or not your dad was one of the guys that put up lights or whether or not your family was one of the ones that had like grandma, grandpa from both sides of the family come stay for a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, grandpa's like, oh, you, you can leave. He's farting around up on with his lights. I don't know where he is. I got to We got to leave now so I could eat and take my back pill. You know what I mean? Like everyone's everyone's got like some sort of family member that has an ailment that they got to deal with. And it's like, screw everybody else. And you the guilt you feel throughout the holidays and Ellen starts smoking again 
and her mom notices it within like two seconds. Like everything about this movie was just like perfection overall. Um, yeah, sure, it was outlandish. It's a National Lampoon movie, you know, like snots running through the house after a squirrel, like completely wrecking the inside of the house. It's all kind of silly. But mm-hmm. overall, like all of the things that happened throughout the holiday between like the food and um, all, everything was just fantastically done. I could watch this movie every year for the rest of my life and never have a gripe about it. Have to agree. Have to agree. All right. All right. I loved this. Um, I thought it was perfect. And I think my score would be 92. I think that's fair. I think I was going to say 90. Yeah, I, I was right. Yeah, I was honestly like right around you guys. I was going to say 90. Um, and I think that's maybe I'm underscoring it a little bit. I've seen it so many times, though. Like it's I've hard, probably seen hard. this movie 100 times. So it's I think hard we to gave like... Home Alone a little higher. I think they were, that was like 96 yeah. on that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, if we're going by that, Home Alone we went 98, the title. 98, 98, 97 for Home Alone. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a perfect movie. We get it. All right, guys. Um, what are we going to watch next week? Good question. Probably Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Oh, Ugh. oh, Ugh. I watched it this week and it was fire. Ugh. Made me laugh. Such a good Is there movie. any other choices that we have? There, there's definitely some. Um, I might need to go to Instagram. I can go to I Instagram. I think we should do the Santa Claus. The Santa yeah. Claus is a good one. Or uh-huh. Jingle All the Way. Is Jingle All the Way We need available? to do Jingle All the Way all the way at some point. Um, it's not like a good movie, but it's got the home, you know, Minneapolis angle and it's the like home cooking. A, just a curiosity. Yeah. I think we should watch one. Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Well, okay. we got to do it. We want to include Deal. it at some point. Should we just do it? Deal. As right, long as we can do the Santa way. Claus at one point. All right. We can do that next. Okay. Jingle All the Way this week. Watch it with us. It's a Minnesota movie. We're looking for, what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Astro Man. Oh. What's the toy they're looking for? Um. Yeah, it's like Mega, not Mega Man. That's definitely established. Sega property. Wouldn't use that. Um. I don't know. Can't remember, but it's a, the toy that they have to have. And yeah, I, I'm expecting us to like Turbo Man. Turbo, Turbo Man. We might hate yeah. this movie, but it'll be fun to watch. I haven't seen okay. it all the way through in years and years and years. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. All right, guys, that is all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Watch Jingle all the way with us. And uh, if you haven't watched Home Alone, Home Alone 2, and uh, Christmas Vacation yourself in the mood for the holidays by watching, it was awesome. Real quick, yeah, for those listening. Yep. Jingle All the Way is on Disney Plus. Hey, there we go. Love That's that. what we like to hear. All right, guys. So tune into Disney Plus, watch Jingle All the Way, and we will be back with you guys next week here. Bye.